Welcome back, lovely listeners, to Long Overdue Port of Dorks episode. I'm your host, Jordan Peterson. As always, joined by my good friend, co-captain, best man, Alex Quansorge. Hello. Alex, it's been a while. Yep. I'm a married man now. Mm-hmm. I know, I saw it. You did? I was there. You heard about it? Oh, you were there. Yeah. Oh. I was literally right behind you. You were? Yeah. Ugh. Good times. Something I wouldn't want to do again. Now it just feels like... Because planning a wedding for months, at, at, at least. And then it happens, and then you're like, I don't know what to do next. And so now I kind of feel like, like this. this Doing this, recording this right now, is, is, is weird to me because I feel... Like, I should be planning my wedding. <laughs> just, just odd. Well, you could always renew your vows. My vows are sitting right up there. <laughs> I just got them. They're fairly fresh. Anyway, uh, as a result, we've been, been away a while. I don't know if anybody actually cares, but we have, like, 20 followers, so that's... That's something. Yeah, somebody probably, hopefully knows. Hmm. Is one of my PlayStation games missing? Oh, dude. They're all leaning over. Like, one of them's missing. I don't know how that happened. Did you take my shit? No. Well, how would I? I'm pretty sure I have all of the games that you have. Hmm. You have Guitar Hero? No, but I'm also not. I also had to steal your fucking guitar. I'm not going to do that. That's true. I don't even know where my guitar is. (laughs) All right, so we've seen, for good or bad, well, for good or bad, you and I have seen a couple of movies recently together. We'll talk about Mm -hmm. those. I saw some movies where. Me and Mariah were down in Tennessee, saw Dunkirk and Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Dunkirk was okay. You you you, you know my feelings about Christopher Nolan at this point. Mm-hmm. The movie was okay. Definitely not great like everyone thinks. Is saying it, in my opinion, of course. Yeah. Uh, Valerian was garbage. That movie, I told you a little bit about, that yeah. was raw shit. Luke Besson's fan fiction of Valerian is better than his Valerian. Should have just left it at that. Yeah. So those are my quick recaps of those movies. I paid for both. I haven't paid for a movie in years. Mm-hmm. Felt weird. Thirty bucks both, both times. Was, Jeez. Yeah, and one of them was the, the the was a five dollar theater, but we were seeing Valerian in three D, so it was like a regular price ticket. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was Dunkirk. We saw it at this theater. Uh, they don't have IMAX because IMAX is a specific brand. They have X S X S like special something. I don't remember. It's just a bigger screen, which was fine. Uh, so it was weird. So that was that. What that that too would cost a little extra to see that movie. But I figured, you know, most of it was shot in IMAX. See it on a bigger screen. Yeah. Glad I did it. Definitely not going to watch that movie ever again. Uh, which is an improvement over Interstellar. I never want to see that movie again. Yeah, that movie was. I will actively yeah. avoid that movie for the rest of my life. It's one of the most overrated movies I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you and I just got out of a movie. Yes. What did we see? The Dark Tower. Oh, the Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. How was that? Well, we didn't see the book. That would oh, be no. a little boring yeah. for as a viewing experience. Yeah. We saw the film. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? How was it? What do you think? I thought it was mediocre. Not as It wasn't mm-hmm. awful like I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But it was... I really expected you to think that it was awful coming out of the theater. Why? Because <laughs> you... Like, anytime anything happened, you laughed as it was... It, <laughs> Like it was, you weren't like, it wasn't like a huge laugh, but you you would chuckle to yourself as if something stupid it had w- just happened. A lot of stupid things, and it happened. was like it's kind of stupid, but not enough to it's, make me laugh. It's like the uh, when when 
when those skins, I guess that's what they're called, came to pick up the boy, mm-hmm. and they're just ready to ship him out. And then like, like the guy climbs out after out the window, yeah, <laughs> up the side of the building after the child uh-huh. in front of the parents, like that's a completely normal thing. Well, I think that the reaction shot on that seemed to like yeah, it but was they kind of even supposed like, to be a little bit of a joke. They weren't even like, "That's my kid." Yeah, like if somebody bolted after your kid that you didn't know, I I, I would be like, "Get the fuck away from my kid." It is a little surprising how successful they've been, considering how much shit we see, like people like having to push their faces yeah. back into place and them and shaking, jumping all over, trembling like, yeah. like all the time. Like they're not very good at no. being secretive about this no. but i mean i guess it's, it is new york and this really like big like chubby looking unathletic dude and just mm-hmm. bolts up the side of the building after the kid that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> that poor man what was he just in uh he was just in book of henry which is a batshit insane movie about a dead kid who teaches his mom how to get a sniper and murder their neighbor <laughs> you know <laughs> And it's not good. It's a one view, I would say. G- give it a one view for that reason. The, the the synopsis that I just unloaded to you is why you should see that movie. It's not good. And that poor that poor guy was in that movie, too. Mm. Just had a string of bad luck. <laughs> and it was, let's, start, let's start at the beginning, as I often like to. So this movie is about a tower. A dark one. A dark one. Or the, the tower. The dark tower. Mm-hmm. At the center of this universe our universe and all universes mm-hmm. kind of i guess like protects them yeah it shoots out energy i guess i don't know how or why and that's one of my problems with this mo- movie is uh, they said it was a sequel to the book but that doesn't help me i didn't read the book and i feel like well i feel like that statement probably wasn't for you well that's what i'm saying like i feel like there's a lot of things that would have benefit from my having read the books yeah probably and like story building things like that like the like the tower what the fuck yeah i mean that tends to be an issue in most whenever most fantasy series try to be adapted because there's usually such intricacy in the world that just sounds like nonsense if there's no context oh it did yeah and that's that's why everybody thought that kid was crazy it's being nonsense I think my biggest complaint about this movie, oh, there's a lot of them I could just throw out. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest the biggest thing about this movie, well, one, the script is good. It's, it's not good. And the dialogue just doesn't make sense a lot of the time. It was cheesy, yeah. especially with the, the man in black, Matthew McConaughey's character. I uh, just says things that might have sounded cool, like in the writer's room, like, throw, like an offhand comment. Oh, man, that'd be cool to put that in the, what if he said this? But the whole movie just feels like I've seen this a thousand times before. Yeah. And the strange, weird Stephen King imagination were the things that really kept me interested in this movie. Yeah, probably. Idris Elba, he is kind of, he's, he's the brooding, uh, reluctant anti-hero mm-hmm. that we've seen many times. But he plays it, he plays it very well. Um, and I liked him by the end of it. A lot of the jokes just did not work, especially Matthew McConaughey's jokes. Yeah. Were not funny. I wasn't even sure what were jokes and what weren't. Yeah. There's, some of it is said very seriously mm-hmm. it, and it, during a serious scene. Mm-hmm. And I think I was supposed to laugh at that. But thank God for that hospital scene. Yeah, that I needed probably that. the... Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I needed that gut bust. Uh, yeah, and all of those jokes like that, the kind of like... We've seen them all before. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. But like the, you know, other world or in, in our world mm-hmm. kind of thing, like they also just kind of do all of them within like 
five minutes, mm-hmm. and then we get one more at the end, and that's yeah. it. I'll have another. Yeah, basically. Yeah, for your services. But I mean, I feel like it's better than spending the whole movie in New York. You know? I kind of would like. I, I kind of would rather have seen that movie. Just the kid and Idris Elba exploring New York together. <laughs> that would be fun. Mm. Yeah. Then he bring he like hands her like a coin. Yeah. Where'd that come from? I imagine he carries those around because that's the currency. I know, but that what, I, what I'm saying, like, I don't know that. It's just it's like a bunch of weird things, and like they spend a lot of. Uh, a, a good chunk of the movie in in a village in a town you, mm-hmm. you don't get to learn on anything about how that town operates anything about the currency in this universe anything about nothing mm-hmm. except people and they had a teleporter i guess yeah why didn't they just teleport him to the place they needed to go because they didn't have the coordinates they didn't no oh okay see that's one of those dumb questions i didn't want to mm-hmm. ask on air things that i don't really get but I, I saw the 1408 reference i tried to tell you but i don't think you cared well, I don't. I, I didn't know. Never, never seen fourteen oh eight. I feel like I have, but I don't know what it's. John Cusack, Steve, Sam Jackson, Stephen King. It's based on one. It's based on one of his short stories. Fourteen oh eight. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm. And like you said, it really would. It'd be so awesome to see a Stephen universe, Stephen King universe, cinematic Stephen King universe, especially with it coming out next month. <sighs> Connect them. I don't. It, just, I, I want to see it. I want, now I want to see it reference the Dark Tower somehow. Yeah. I mean, who is making it? I don't know. Is it Paramount? <sighs> you really want to know. Well, it, it makes a difference, because if it's Sony, they might. But if it's a different company, there'd be no like reason for them to do that. New Line. Warner Brothers. Yeah. So there there's... Well, oh. Warner Brothers is distributing it. Mm-hmm. Well, who made this one? Because Sony might just be the, should be the only tech. Should have done this beforehand. Yeah, maybe. Um, the Dark... Tower movie. Well, that this was Dark Tower was Sony. That was um because I well, saw it at the beginning. Distributor, maybe. Oh, it was um ah oh, fuck, what was it? Um, Paramount, right? Was it? Or no, Columbia. Yeah, I think it was Columbia Pictures, which well, is owned the, the, by Sony. Yeah, right? the, it might not have been the girl course. with the big torch. Uh, was it? Production company Sony Media Rights. Yeah, yeah. So Image mm-hmm. Entertainment, not New Line. Which is sad. Yeah. It'd be so awesome to see, like, Idris Elba punch Pennywise the clown in the face. <laughs> I'm not sure if there would be an Avengers-style film. I, didn't, like, <laughs> like, I, I, I just want to see it. <laughs> like, in the bloopers or something. It seems like you want the dumbest shit, but then when that stuff actually comes up, you don't really like it that much. <sighs> yeah. Mm. What'd you think? I thought it was okay. Yeah. I mean, I liked it for the most part. I probably wouldn't watch it again. No. Maybe if I didn't have to pay anything for it. It was on some, TV. Yeah, I might sit through parts of it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's not the worst movie I've seen this no. year. By far not the best either. No. I've seen uh, a lot of people reference it as one of the worst movies of the year, and I yeah, definitely I don't, don't agree so with that. The whole family situation, I mean, like I said, we've seen it all, all before, and the family situation at home was just so boring, and those parents, at the, like her, the mom was just the one note, yeah. Worried about her son. The father, stepfather is just the abusive asshole. Yeah. And and they're both just automatically willing to ship their kid off to this strange camp mm-hmm. just because he's having weird nightmares. He's, otherwise, he seemed completely normal. Well, he, they, they established that he gets into fights over that shit, too. They, they don't really say that it's been a recurring thing. No, but it's, they don't. I mean, it's implied, but that's it. 
Well, he got into one fight because a mm-hmm. bully took his notepad. Yeah. That has nothing to do with him being, like, his, his nightmares are being weird. If somebody took your shit, you take it back. It's not strange to me. Well, I I think that they, I mean, it's one of those things, like, the direction isn't super amazing. Like, I mean, I don't think they did a super great job of getting it across, but I think it was the scene where he was getting into that fight, it was supposed to highlight how obsessed he is with the notebook. Mm-hmm. And like that, he needed to get that back specifically, and that's something that could raise some red flags for, you know, a therapist. Or that's something. not, yeah, but any and, form and of I imagine could... that this probably isn't the first time something. Well, that probably not, in but this story. I, I didn't really get the sense that he yeah. was that weird or dysfunctional or anything. Well, it's it's the kind of thing that I think they tried to establish, but they didn't. I mean, I'm glad they didn't take more time with it. Oh, really, God. but. For that to really get across, they probably yeah. would have had to. Yeah. Um, and, the, and the actors for the parents weren't that great either. No. So it really seems like they blew their budget on a couple of big actors because mm-hmm. there's a ton of people who are not great. No. And I imagine it seems like the act, the direction for the actors probably wasn't great either mm-hmm. because you see even some people like Matthew McConaughey delivers some lines oh. really poorly. Oh, my God. He's not into it. Yeah. Like, clearly – Sentence. The director didn't do a great job at explaining to him mm-hmm. what he was supposed to do. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is just like mm-hmm. not scary. Yeah, and he kind of just one note his lines the whole the mm-hmm. whole way through. It's kind of sad because Idris Elba seemed kind of to get it. Yeah. Um. But then again, you know, I, there's more of a backstory for him to work with. The Man in Black. He just kind of like he wants to end the world or mm-hmm. the universe like any other bland villain. Yeah. And I think them referencing the Crimson King was kind of. That was a misstep. They should have definitely delved into that more, mm-hmm. because like I haven't read the books. I've I've a uh, friend who's read the books, and I've mm-hmm. uh, re- read the stuff myself, and I've read I've read it the book, and so so I have a, a bit You've of an read understanding. Read it, or you listened to it? Well, it's the same. They followed along. Yeah, I know. Because from what I gather is, uh, the Man in Black works for this Crimson King, who mm-hmm. is outside the universe and by you know blowing up the dark tower you bring down the universe's barrier and allows him to come in and wreak havoc yeah but they don't they don't say that they just say the man of black wants to destroy the tower so that monsters can come in Mm -hmm. and then they uh, they allude to the crimson king but it's like why would you want to just bring in monsters and end the universe Honestly, I mean, it, I, I think it definitely, that kind of writing is probably because they're intending to have a franchise, which I don't think is going to mm-hmm. happen now. Ooh. But I, I honestly would rather just have the suggestion of that than have them spend time on exposition about that. Well, I, well, I, I, think... I, I think the fact that they didn't spend too much time on that kind of stuff really made this movie way Bearable. better. Bearable. Yeah, like Because bear- like, if they took the time to try and explain... Even a quarter of the shit yeah. that's going well, on in this universe would be fucking boring. But even, but you know me, I'm a character guy, and by developing, uh, like establishing the Crimson, you don't have to go into like much about the Crimson King. Establish him as this force outside this universe who can't really get in, needs at the, the the Man in Black being kind of a pawn for him, and you could explore, you could do go deeper into that character of the Man in Black than you could, you know, how does he feel about this relationship with this guy? Does he really want to bring him in so that he can let him wreak havoc? Does he want to bring him in because he wants to kill him or something? Give him something more of an identity of something other than the guy who just wants to end the world. 
I mean, I feel like that is a little more complicated than the movie should have, yeah. but I do think that the man in black should have more character or more anything because he yeah. is he is really bland. But the movie really is the movie is brisk, and have that's a good have thing. Some motivation, you but know? I think you know that'd be one way of. That's the, it's less than two hours. You could have gone a, mm-hmm. a little more and explored that character somehow, some way, and they should have because he was a yeah. stick. He was like a praying mantis, just walking around. <laughs> Stop breathing. And then, they, like, they didn't explore his like powers, his magic, like this this weird laboratory he has. Yeah. And why the 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 pot smoker from Cabin in the Woods is there? He, like, well, he's, I think he's he dressed. Was... He looks like the exact same character. Why is he dressed like that? Does Have not... you seen that guy in other things? No. Because he always looks the fucking same in everything he's in. That's not how acting is. I know, but that guy is, I mean, he's one of those actors where people really only hire him for one thing. But, like, why? What's that one, like? It's like asking why that guy who was the inventor in in Spider-Man Homecoming had that mustache. Like, that's, they hire that guy because he looks like a goofy fucking guy. they gave that guy a lab coat. He looks like he's supposed to be inventing stuff. Yeah, I guess. This guy just looks like he woke up out of bed on a Sunday morning. It is weird where there's, like, that girl skin person yeah. too and she looks like she's out of like fucking star trek or yeah, something she <laughs> it's does. really weird and she's trying to hold up her face he mm-hmm. didn't seem to have any face issues yeah it, just... it seems it seems like most people have trouble with that except for the people who don't have any trouble with it yeah it's strange it, it is weird you're that's not it's a weird it goes between people being totally fine and people literally having half of their face yeah. falling off and then them just pushing it back what an awful disguise yeah i mean then even if it is looks perfectly fine on you you still have that weird oddly noticeable scar that runs on both yeah. sides of your face it's How- like look get some better glue yeah and some concealer <laughs> like makeup something if you can invent a face that looks so yeah. like life life lifelike yes you can put some makeup on that line mm-hmm. and have it not show up and why Matthew McConaughey wasn't a weird bird hair monster who needed to cover up? Yeah, I, I imagine that he's probably a human, I would imagine. Or whatever you would count the people on that world to be, because I, I imagine he's probably from there. See, and But you, it's not explained. Yeah, and not having things explained to a certain point, better for you, not good for me. I don't like that. I don't yeah, like, I know you I don't, don't like, like that. not knowing what the hell's going yeah. on. I, I'm, you just I'm fine roll with, with it. In, yeah. like, insinuation or uh, I, I'm not okay with just making shit up off the top of my head to try and figure out what the hell is going on because yeah. that's the that's the, the the whole point of the film is if I have to make up my own story I'll just go make my own story yeah I mean that does tend to be I brought up before an issue with fantasy being adapted into especially like more complicated worlds like Harry Potter can work because well that has a really intricate world a lot of it is shared with our world mm-hmm. and you know there's a certain amount of things that you just don't need to know to get the story like yeah and you, you just have a base number mm-hmm. of things to understand who everyone is and what their motivation mm-hmm. is and those movies are longer they have more exposition mm-hmm. about like I'm who Voldemort is and stuff mm-hmm. why the, you know the first one it's not the best one but mm-hmm. you know it, it can work mm-hmm. and I don't have to have everything explained. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, th- this doesn't really give you much of anything. No, it doesn't. And uh, they were Ron Howard was developing this for years. Mm-hmm. It was going to be a movie with a TV series. I think it, it could still like work. You just go back and you just retell the novel. Yeah. Uh, the novels as a TV story. I think that would be really interesting because it's got that that blend of kind of like the western. Like, yeah. Like uh, Westworld has on HBO right now. That, that's doing pretty good. But it also it has uh, strange fantasy elements, kind of reminiscent of something like Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and yeah, again, very could, successful. I think it, it could actually could work. it could work really well as like a Netflix series, I think, or HBO. Yeah, or HBO or something like it would probably need elite, like decent, you know, cable television sort of Budget. production yeah. quality. But something like uh, I, I would rather see a series based on this than Watchmen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could give it a GOT kind of budget every week mm-hmm. and do something to go into developing all that stuff, make it interesting, make it fun. What the fuck would you even do with Watchmen as a series? I don't know. I guess we'll see. Whatever David Lindelof wants to do. I mean, it's, it's fucking Damon Lindelof. It's fucking Damon Lindelof. How is he even going to function writing this? I don't know. Everything's already been answered. I don't know. He can't. Is he just going to make up questions? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. That guy. They only cut out, like, the movie only cut out, like, probably, like, a chapter's worth of shit. Well, more than that. But it it, it, it pretty much followed most of the yeah. film except mm-hmm. for, you know, the ending mm-hmm. and all the plot, you know, lines mm-hmm. that go throughout the book. But we're getting off topic. Not really. Rorschach's in the Dark Tower. He is? Yeah. Well, not the character Rorschach. I know, the actor. Yeah, the actor. But he is? Yeah. Where? He's the main guy who owns the that, that Dixie Club, the guy who like smelled the guy's blood. That was him? That was him. Shit. Yeah. I didn't notice. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, I know. That's And then he gets run over by a car twice. <laughs> but then that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. That was another thing about like the action. A lot of the editing is kind of weird. Yeah, and, which kind of sucked because there, there were some pr- like really good shots. Mm-hmm. There were some good effects, at least when it came to... Mostly the guns and stuff that when when people were doing magic stuff, it yeah. looked weird. It kind of always does. Yeah, can't Math- really make yeah. that stuff look cool when you're just waving your hands mm-hmm. around. Matthew and and like <laughs> it, I think it takes someone who really knows who's like a huge fucking nerd and knows like how they should be moving. Mm-hmm. Like they probably practiced it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matthew McConaughey is probably not no that at all. It's because he he's just like it's like. Whenever he casts magic, it's like he's in Cats, like the musical oh, yeah. Cats, yeah, just, where he just holds meow, his hands meow, out, like scratching in a the claw. air. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it looks it looks weird. There, it there's does. some cool stuff that they did there with is. it, but his movements in that were definitely very kind. Of, it felt forced and stiff and weird. Oh yeah. My guess is that yeah, this doesn't seem like it was no. the role for him at all. Everything about that character is just not yeah not convincing. I uh, um. Even though they cheated a couple of times in that last battle with McConaughey, uh, I thought the the reloading shit with Idris Elba mm-hmm. was pretty. That was that was fun. It was stuff that we had never seen before. Yeah, and, the, and there's some really cool shots. And the creature design of that weird one thing that kind of punches through once mm-hmm. is, is is I had never seen anything like that before. Yeah, it's kind not of bad. refreshing. Mm-hmm. But then that scene gets ruined when they talk about it. They he says, "There's nobody you know." That, that line I liked. It's nobody mm-hmm. you know. I'm sorry, but. As soon as you, as soon as the kid sees his dead stepfather, no, his dead father, his dead father, yeah, that's right, it's his dead father. He doesn't uh, know his stepfather. You know it's an illusion, and somebody's gonna yeah. try and harm him, and then he. As as soon as he woke up and someone was whispering his name, I'm yeah. like, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, and then he did, and then Idris explains it as like it was just a distraction. 
and she says something else because because then there's a weird cut there and then i was like oh okay the scene is done but then there's a weird cut mm. and then they're still talking about it on their way back to the campfire yeah it was weird i can't remember what was said i was just so there may have been a shot or something of them turning around that had gotten you know on the cutting room floor that was weird. we've never done that before where we would no, yeah. accidentally because we'll get, we'll get talking we'll really get into our conversation and then my my, my my monitor will be like, oh, nothing's happening. It'll go to sleep. I, I mm-hmm. gotta wake it up before the whole computer shuts down. And I accidentally, in turning it back on, I accidentally hit record off. Mm-hmm. Never done that before. Yeah. Well, now that streak's over. Anyway, yeah, you can tell that there's a whole lot in the Dark Tower that's just been cut out. Mm-hmm. It because it's weird, uh, mark, uh, weird editing scars. Yeah. Although a lot of the action that's weirdly edited, I don't think is scars. I just think that's probably just probably director didn't really get the best coverage mm-hmm. like he should have but most of the action even though it has weird obvious editing flaws mm-hmm. like that i still enjoyed most of it yeah the cgi was pretty good it's not like i feel like it has a lot of weird cuts but it's not as fast as a lot of other mm-hmm. action movies and it's not as shaky mm-hmm. i mean it's still kind of shaky and fast but it's not as bad as some other stuff like mm-hmm. i didn't feel like i felt like i could keep a decent track of what was going on mm-hmm. and um yeah the the effects and like any anytime he reloaded his gun it was pretty cool and they managed to like do a bunch of different ones and anything mm-hmm. anytime he would repeat something you've already seen mm-hmm. it would be like a truncated version mm-hmm. like there's a shot which was in the trailer where you see he spins the barrel of the revolver and puts the bullets <laughs> yeah, in really that was quick cool. And then you see him do that again later, but, but you don't really yeah. see it. It just mm-hmm. happens fast, mm-hmm. and then he's firing again. Yeah, and they did that too when he's when he flips open the barrels of his gun because he's mm-hmm. got a bunch of the uh, ammo around his mm-hmm. waist, and he kind of just slips th- slips his guns into the into the belt and pulls it back out. Mm-hmm. And you see him do that once, and then he runs out of ammo, and then he, he does it again, but it's not it's not yeah. a close up. It's just he he just does it. Yeah, so they they up. do a nice close up so you understand yeah. what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I could tell he, like, slides it across his belt. Yeah. And you can tell he's kind of pushing them through mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. little holders that they're in and putting them into the barrel. And then it does it again, and it's just quick and mm-hmm. pretty smartly done. Yeah. Or oh, he'll, he'll go to reload earlier in the movie. Like you said, we got the close-up of him ching, 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 dropping mm-hmm. the bullets into it. And then he hit later on when he's doing it or something. And then he drops all the bullets. Mm-hmm. So it's a different variation on that same yeah. thing. The movie is really up and down for me. Yeah, it's it is. Something, for everything I liked about it, there's at least one thing I didn't like about it. I mean, it. that is, like, that's a really good a really good way to describe this movie is that quality-wise, it is all over the place. It is. Like, and in different areas. Yeah. You, you have, like, fantastic acting from Idris Elba mm-hmm. and then, like, side characters that just sound like they were supposed to be extras or yeah. something. Like, like they'd never it, been even, in a film before. Yeah, even McConaughey doesn't even mm-hmm. seem that into it. Like, he's an Oscar winner. Yeah. And you could, would not be able to guess from his performance. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you have, like, really great special effect shots and mm-hmm. some that look Oh, some ridiculous. that look garbage. Mm-hmm. That one of uh, Jackie Earl Haley getting hit by that taxi. That was not good. <laughs> that was from like that's like early two thousands Spider Man shit. Yeah, not okay. Even the like even the kid felt like he was going between different stages of puberty during the film. Like his voice went all over the place. Did sometimes it? I didn't pay attention. I mean, to it felt like sometimes it was way deeper than in other scenes, as if his voice was changing while they were filming the movie. Or it got deeper when he had to come back and do ADR or something yeah. like that. Well, that might have happened because this yeah, movie probably did. was in production, pro- well, post-production for a while. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I would I would not be surprised if, if I could, puberty happens fast too. Yeah, it kind of hits you, and then you're like you're a man all of a sudden. Yeah, and that that kid's at an age it feels like Hollywood kind of avoids hiring yeah. kids that age, mm-hmm. probably for this reason. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I was watching one of my uh, YouTube shows, and they were talking about how because uh, uh, th- they were talking about it the next part if this one is successful <clears throat> possibilities for the second one and how this one is going to be the kids and the next one is going to be those same characters as adults going through mm-hmm. the same thing um, but the book they're talking about about how book formats are between uh, you kind of jump between the two every one, uh, kids adult kids adult kids mm-hmm. adults and are they going to have flashbacks in the second part of the first part but they won't be able to do that if they don't film them now because mm. in two years those kids are gonna be fucking grown adults. Yeah. Because they grow so fucking fast. Damn kids, ruining it. They're ruining our movies. <laughs> our Stephen King movies. He needs to write some shit about adults. Yeah. He's getting to that age now. He's gonna have to accept it. Is he still writing things about kids? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to be funny, damn it. No. You just ruined a joke. Did I? No. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of expected you to fight a little bit on that one. Oh, I'm funny in my head. Mm. There's a lot of things, but nothing, a lot of things about this movie, but nothing that's jumping out at me as something that needs to be said. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It is. It's okay. an okay movie. What do you grade it? I don't know, probably like a C plus. That's what I was going to give yeah. it. Yeah. High five. Sameness. It's pretty, it's got some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. If you like fantasy stuff and you don't mind... You know, if you're just looking for something to watch mm-hmm. and have a little bit of fun, that's that should do it. It's yeah. fine. There's certainly worse movies you could watch. Definitely Transformers. It's better use of your time, than, yeah, than like Transformers or Suicide Squad or something. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we recently saw um, a sexy Charlize Theron movie. Yeah. Atomic Blonde. Mm-hmm. Now that was a pretty good movie. It was. I did enjoy that movie. I enjoyed that movie more than I thought I was going to. Uh, it's very. David Lee, ooh, see, I'm still, I'm still not through that PWD thing. Uh, David Leach, who is a co-director of the first John Wick. Uh, the other co-director, I can't remember his name, Chad Chahelski or something like that, uh, went on to do John Wick Two. Mm-hmm. David Leach left to do this movie, and then subsequently Deadpool Two. Uh, and this gives me hope for Deadpool Two because Tim Miller did an awesome job. Mm-hmm. with that first one as a director and he's th- even the short videos that i've seen him put out from uh blink no it's not blink whatever his production company mm-hmm. uh been v- uh, very good yeah like he did the one he did the videos for arkham for the uh arkham uh, not asylum not city night arkham night mm-hmm. which were which were pretty good so yeah this gives me hope for that the, the action is good mm-hmm and that staircase sequence is st- it still puts a smile on my face yeah. when I think about it. Something about those guys and stairs. There's a lot of similar, we- like weirdly, a lot of similarities between this and John Wick too, mm-hmm. despite being separate films from two people who just made a film together. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Both seasons. Well, the second season has a stairwell fight. Yeah. Stairwell fights are pretty hot now. Yeah. I guess but it's like they, they have do. that, and you know, with a lot of people just rolling downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I think they both have sequences with two people who are just like on the brink of collapse. Yeah. And they like they <laughs> they should be dead, yeah. and they just keep getting up. Like that guy, the first thing that happens in that fight is Charlize Theron shoots the guy in the sternum, mm-hmm. and the, the rest of that fight sequence goes on for like seven minutes. Yeah, and he's just 
still going at it. She stabs him and with the fucking throat, him. and then he just shows up. And then they, and then uh, she kills the second guy, or you think he kills him, and then she gets in the car and drives away. And not only is he still alive, but yeah. he's fucking running as- alongside yeah. the car, like, leaps on the car. I really like expected some <laughs> time later in that scene to see him just yes. holding onto the bumper or something. <laughs> I thought he was gonna come back, mm-hmm. or uh, in the middle of that sequence when she goes to investigate those that now supposedly that i i was sure one of them was going to get back up mm. fortunately they didn't but that's the bit i think the second the middle part of that movie kind of sagged long for me yeah a little too much and there was a lot of like cold war espionage stuff yeah a lot of without Charlie's, a ton of action i i'm editing editing my review right now which you can find on youtube at movie minutes um of charlie's theron kind of just walking from place to place mm-hmm. uh looking moody and taking ice baths. Yeah. And that's pretty much what the middle section of that movie is. But the first, the beginning, the first act, the whole, all the setup, everything, and f- from that fight sequence on is just golden. I mm. loved it. Uh, but don't forget she had sex with the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, was, I, I wanted to be more polite about that. Okay. Wow. That is pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but she doesn't just have sex. Like, they form a relationship. Yeah, I do. That. And I then, did and, like and, that and, relationship. Yeah, and even though she doesn't spend – this is spoilers, okay? If you haven't seen this, mm-hmm. fast forward or whatever you want to do. Spoilers, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. When the mummy dies, Charlize Theron has, uh, like, mm-hmm. 30 seconds of, like, mourning. Yeah. That probably shouldn't be enough, mm-hmm. but it was enough, and well, it worked. Yeah, well, there's a lot of buildup of that character – like that—that's a confirmation of this being a character who mm-hmm. does care, but because of her work and yep. the things she does, she just—that's mm-hmm. why she's cold and moody mm-hmm. all the time. Which the uh, visual, uh, the visual aspect and the cinematography, like the colors, the mm-hmm. very somber colors—they really emphasize that. Yeah. And uh, there's most of the movie is just flat space sh- uh, shots, which is mm. just, you know, like the side of people from the sides or from up mm. above where, where, where things, any shot that makes things look flat, like a flat mm. space, uh, hence the name flat space, yeah. uh, really helped accent, like, accent her as a person. Mm-hmm. And I really like, like, it's not just for style. It's not just to look cool. Yeah. Uh, where it is kind of, it's more so in the John Wick movies for, to look cool. Yeah. Because that movie is about cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this movie, it, and in this movie, it actually uh, kind of uh, meant something. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff, like, pretty well juxtaposed. Yep. I still can't say that. Yeah, that is, but yeah. by um, James McAvoy's character, mm-hmm. who is does very much the same thing, but kind of opposite, mm-hmm. being very goofy and seeming not held together mm-hmm. at all to hide the fact that he's actually very intelligent mm-hmm. and fucking ruthless. Yeah, he was... James McAvoy, what a hell of a year yeah. that guy's having. Mm-hmm. He is fantastic. He gets to see, he's be getting better mm-hmm. every movie, which is awesome. And I love him as Professor X, but y- that character does not allow you yeah. to really see what uh, how good of an actor James yeah. McAvoy is. Especially the closer he's getting to Patrick Stewart. Yeah, version. Patrick. Yeah. yeah, like it seems like when he's young, that was the most interesting and mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, like. Among some really fantastic actors, he probably shined the most in this film as, like, probably the most interesting character and, like, probably best actor in the movie. James McAvoy? Yeah. Maybe. I thought so. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fantastic performances in mm-hmm. this movie. Right. Even John Goodman. Like, mm-hmm. I, I did, I was like, what the, f-? like, John Goodman <laughs> is just here because he's John Goodman. And then, uh, I also said this in my review, 
uh, which you can check out at, on YouTube at Movie Minutes, is that a lot of things, at least for me, like a lot of things happen that they kind of just glance over, mm-hmm. and then they come back to it. Yeah. End. That is one of the most effective epilogues mm-hmm. that I've ever seen in a movie. It felt like a comic book in that way, where it just yeah. wraps shit up. Like, it could have ended where it ended. Yeah. But the epilogue just bring like it's the it's the nice bow mm-hmm. you don't need to put a bow on a present to give a present to somebody it looks nicer if you do yeah. and i appreciate the eff- the more the effort yeah and, and it just like it's it's a short it's a it's a short couple of scenes mm-hmm. but they do so much for that movie yeah y- usually stuff like that kind of bugs me i feel like they did a good job here of you know they they set up enough clues and hints for you to kind of figure things out mm-hmm. And then they, like, the epilogue doesn't just hold your hand and no, just say, here's everything that mm-hmm. you missed. It just kind of clarifies a couple mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's really satisfying mm-hmm. to finally be like, oh, not only am I right about what that was, but there's also a little bit that I didn't mm-hmm. get either, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And then you can look back and see, yeah. like, little hints that help you out, things that were kind of confusing beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the movie spaces them out well enough and you know I, I think it's paced well enough those sort of things that you don't have to go through and watch it a bunch of times mm-hmm. to get things no but it, it does but, yeah you still think about the it. second viewing mm-hmm. which uh, i will definitely be checking out because i, re- I like that movie mm-hmm. and you know that's why john goodman's here yeah i feel like john Finally. goodman just kind of shows up where he wants to that's nowadays. what i'm saying and so when he does it's not very special but here like it, mm-hmm. it like it, it means something mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of other other noteworthies from that movie think it pretty much hit all of them yeah i mean it's it's weird like there doesn't really feel like there's a lot to say about no. the movie mm-hmm. but it's a really solid film it is it's my the, my nice review watch. for it is pretty is pretty like i shot my review i was like really mm. that, that that's that it yeah but yeah it, it, it is it's a, it's a good movie it's one of the better uh graphic novel adaptations uh, in a while well not in a while it's been a good year for comic book movies and yeah. i don't want people to forget Atomic Blonde is part of that. I don't really even count a lot of the stuff that comes out as adaptations anymore. It's just like yeah. other versions. Because they tend to be pretty unique stories. Comic book movies. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with characters and with characters from mm-hmm. source materials and similar story beats to yeah. iconic comic book stuff. But yeah. Alright, that. Uh, what, what do you grade Atomic Blonde? I'd probably give Atomic Blonde uh, I think give it an A. An A? Oh, mm-hmm. nice. I, th- I, I thought we were going to be, like, we were feeling that electricity. We were going to give it the same grade again. I was about <laughs> to jump out of my seat. In my review, I gave it an A-. minus. Mm. Uh, but definitely, like, I, I definitely see where you, you know, not much of a difference there. Yeah. Good movie. Fun movie. Better than The Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff since our last episode. We'll get yeah. to it in the next episode. Mm-hmm. So much. I'm going to have to write it all out again. <laughs> but that's it. That's all we got for you guys today. Thank you for listening. If you made it all the way through, let us know what you thought about Atomic Blonde. If you saw it, do you want to see it? How do you feel about Charlize Theron hooking up with the mummy? Because uh, she really needed that after that movie. Yeah. <laughs> she's good in this movie, yeah, too. Yeah, she is. Well, Sophia, she, the thing about Sophia is she's a good actress. Mm. She is. So is Tom Cruise. Yeah. It just happened to make ugly babies together. Mm-hmm. And let us know what you thought about The Dark Tower. Did you read the books? Why did you read? No, I'm kidding. I hear good <laughs> things about those books. So let us know, guys. Again, my I am Jordan Peterson. You can find me on Twitter at the Film Major. You can also find me. I plugged it already a few times on YouTube. 
uh, at Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is my channel. There I review movies, obviously. I uh, do trailer reactions. Sometimes with this with this lug here, that was me patting Alex, by the way. That wasn't anything else. So get your mind straight. Feels like you're pro uh, protesting a little too much. I know, but th this isn't a visual thing. They can't see. That could have been anything. I just wanted to make sure <laughs> in this auditory field mm -hmm. that you and I are amateurs in. Uh, so I want to be safe. You can also find me. I have a, a blog, a movie blog, uh, that's WordPress blog, movie minutes dot wordpress dot com, or is it WordPress dot movie minutes? I, I can't remember. I, I know it was blogs. Doing after doing Blogspot for many years, it's different than that. I get the two confused every time. But I'm on WordPress. I got a movie minutes blog, movie minutes YouTube. Alex, where can the good people find you? I don't know. You need to do. I'm playing Splatoon too. Yeah, we'll talk about that. That's well, that's probably where I'm gonna be. Yeah. Well, throwing ketchup on people. Or mayo. Yeah. Well, I don't get to do that. Yeah, anyway, thanks guys. That's been ep oh god, what episode I don't remember. This has been an episode yes. of Port of Dorks. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, you take care. Bye bye. Say goodbye, Alex. Bye. Bye. Just stepped all over my fucking goodbye.